0: Entrepreneur on fire 520 John Lee Dumas is here with your daily dose of inspiring entrepreneurs welcome to entrepreneur on fire and prepare to ignite interested in starting your own mobile app creation company business apps can help you with the whole nine yards orientations webinars sales marketing materials design and product support Visit businessapps.com, that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S-Apps.com to learn more. When you have more than 270,000 designers at your fingertips, the sky is the limit for your design. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Rochelle Shaw. Rochelle, are you prepared to ignite? (laughs) Yes! All right. Rochelle is an expert at creating million-dollar businesses. After buying, building, and selling three businesses over the last 18 years, she understands how to effectively build and manage an entrepreneurial business into a million-dollar business, I've just given our listeners a little overview, Rochelle. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business.
1: Oh, awesome. Well, you know, um, thank you so much for having me. And here's the deal with me. You know, for many years, I was the only female African-American public utility owner in the nation. I owned a telephone company in Las Vegas and I built my first business from 300,000 to 36 million. I lost it all after 9-11, but then I rebuilt back my million dollar business in about five months. Um, And I said, what in the world? I didn't know what was going on. I was just doing stuff that I thought made sense to me. uh, And all of a sudden, I kept building million dollar businesses. So now I'm just having fun, um, helping teaching and also helping other entrepreneurs get to the million dollar level.
0: Wow. Well, Rochelle, you obviously have a fascinating journey and we are going to dive into that whole hog in this interview. But before we do, we always start entrepreneur on fire off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away.
1: I got you. Well, well, here's what I say to myself every single day, and that is how I deal with failure will determine if I ever get to deal with success, because I know that I'm going to make some mistakes, and I have to shake it off and keep going. So that's my favorite success quote. Hopefully, it'll help your listeners.
0: Well, it helps me. I know it's going to help the listeners, but it's also a perfect segue to what our first real topic is, which is failure, because, Rochelle... Here at Entrepreneur on Fire, we talk about the entrepreneurial journey and specifically your journey as our spotlighted guest. So you've obviously had some incredible successes, which you've shared. You've obviously had some failures, which you shared (laughs) post 9-11, but we want to hear a story, Rochelle. We want you to tell us a story of a time that you failed. Take us down to the ground level. Share with us that story and the lessons you learned.
1: The one about me losing it all after 9 is, 11 is, is pretty, you know. I mean, you can Google me and read that story. Um, it happened in 90 days, so that was pretty quick. But um, I truly felt like when I rebuilt it back that it would never, ever happen again. I thought I had learned the lesson. Um, fast forward, I had a baby. And I fell in love with this baby. I never thought I could fall in love with something other than my business, to be perfectly honest with you. And when (laughs) I had the baby, my life changed. Everything changed. I got a call from my sister-in-law, and she was nine months pregnant. And um, she went to pick up her husband at work, and a truck ran her off the road and unfortunately killed her, and it killed the baby instantly. Whoa. And so um, we flew down to the funeral and we as a family decided that we would never, you know, let time go away. And we all connected and helped the rest of her family because she had three other boys that needed to be taken care of. And her husband was by himself. And it just really changed my life that day. Um, I flew off to speak at an event. My boyfriend flew home and at one o'clock in the morning, he called me again and he said it happened again. And I said, what are you talking about? And he said, my other sister was driving home from the funeral and a truck ran her and her daughters off the road and killed her and her oldest daughter instantly. And at that moment, I just thought like, what the hell am I doing? First of all, um, I was working 24-7 in my business. I need to be at home hugging on my daughter every single day. And a guy that I had sold a business to – several years ago, who was still paying me for that business, uh, called me and said, you know what? I, I love your telephone business. Can I just buy it from you? And I said, yes. And I sold my million dollar business for one payment. He made one payment. And within 90 days, he lost my business and his, and I never got another payment. And I said, who is the dummy? I felt like such a failure. I was thinking that I was making the right decision for my family, um, being closer to my family, not working as hard, not working, you know, all 24-7, not traveling, not speaking, not, not doing any of this stuff. And now my nest egg that I worked so hard to build back was now gone again. And I just was stuck in the bed. I was like, how can I make this decision? What in the world can I do? There was nothing. We went through savings so quickly because I wasn't prepared for not having $30,000 a month coming in to our household. Um, Lost my house. Now, I had already filed bankruptcy before, so I couldn't file bankruptcy again. It it was just absolutely devastating. You know, talk about down, dirty failure. That was probably the, the hardest time in my life.
0: Rochelle, on so many levels, that story is so moving, so devastating, so sad. If you could just share with Fire Nation, one lesson, one takeaway that we can grab from that experience in your life, what would it be?
1: I truly figured out from that, um, that, you know, God is so awesome. And I don't you know who you know if you say "universe, I don't care, but but I figured out that he knew me better than I knew myself, and what I was supposed to be doing was really sharing all of my business lessons with the world, and he knew that if I had a consistent income coming in, I would have never done it right. I would have never done it. So what it did was it led me to what I'm doing now. It, it, it led me to write, you know, the two books that I've already written. Um, my third book, which is coming out at the end of next month, which is all about laser focus. Um, now I'm really living my dream. I thought that owning my telephone business was my dream. But really, who wakes up in the morning and says, I can't wait to run a telephone company? That wasn't it, right? That, that, no, that wasn't it. It was just kind of fun. Now I actually live my dream and get... It to help build good companies into phenomenally great companies I help you know people get to that top nine percent of you know only nine percent of businesses ever reach the million dollar level only three percent of women-owned businesses ever reach it and less than one tenth of one percent of African-american businesses ever reach the million dollar level so the fact that I got there is just crazy to begin with right <laughs> so obviously I knew something but I didn't believe it either I thought it was a fluke so you even hear how I talk to you, I really thought it was a fluke until I sat down and and went step by step of what I did and in reflection, now I can teach people how to not make those same mistakes, how to how to, you know, turn the corner and how to look at a business differently than they look at it ever before.
0: I mean Rochelle, how many listeners out there right now, how many people in the world out there are hiding behind the comforts that they've set up, you know, that comfortable paycheck. We talk about those golden handcuffs, you know, people that are making, you know, low six figures that have the really extravagant lifestyle that makes them live month to month and live paycheck to paycheck, despite that really good paycheck. So they do have those handcuffs to that job. And and it really just has us have that sense of comfort that doesn't allow us to break out and take that big risk, take that big leap. Like I remember so clearly, Rochelle, when I left the U.S. Army, I was an officer for eight years. Yeah. I had my father pull me aside and say, John, you've done great. You have no college debt, you've saved up a large savings. But I'm a little disappointed because now you're in a situation where you're probably never going to take that big risk because you've worked so hard to set yourself up so comfortably that you're not going to take the risk that it demands to have that massive success. And that always stuck with me, Rochelle. And he was right. For years and years, I did not take that big risk because I was always looking at that nice savings nest egg that I had and I wanted to keep and protect that. And it wasn't until I started realizing what you shared that I wasn't waking up passionate about what I was doing. I wasn't, you know, leading the life that I should and could be leading that I did take that risk and put it all on the table, invested in myself and made Entrepreneur on Fire happen. So such a powerful story. I know Fire Nation is resonating with that, Rochelle. And I want to take this and go to the other end of the spectrum. I want to talk about an aha moment. I want to talk about a light bulb that went off at some point in your journey. Tell us that story, Rochelle, and and the steps that you took to turn it into success. Yeah. Oh,
1: thank you. You know, and I agree with your father. I mean, as soon as I'm comfortable, you know, forget about it because it it doesn't give you that same type of oomph. Um, My biggest aha moment came when uh, here I am sitting at home going, what in the world am I doing? I wrote the book. You know, it's like, okay, well, what do you do now? Is the book really the business, you know, um, and a local OBGYN. Uh, Googled, was looking for marketing help and found me and called me and begged me to work for him. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> okay. Cause talk about, you know, nobody wakes up wanting to be in the telephone business, but nobody, I don't care who it is, wakes up and says, I can't wait to have a pap smear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Nobody. So I say, are you kidding? No, I don't know how to get new patients. I don't know what you're talking about because I still didn't believe it. Right. So he says, well, please. And he wrote me a big check. And remember, I was kind of cash poor at
0: this time.
1: (laughs) So I said, "Okay, I'll take the check. I'll try. (laughs) Uh, And I sat in his lobby. And as I looked at his business, I said, well, this is exactly like my telephone business. We just need you to get patients to come back. We need to get you to the patients to spend more money while they're with you. And we need to get you more patients, more of the right types of patients. Right. He said, yes. So. When I got there, he was doing about 384,000 and I took his business to 1.2 million in nine
0: months. Wow.
1: And that's when I went, okay, I think I know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's my uh aha, you know, oh my gosh. And it was just using the same things that I did in my telephone business. And that's when I went, okay, I think, I think I get this. You know, I think I know what's going on. I think, I think, I think I know what's happening. So that was like a really fun uh aha for me. Because now I feel like, look, if if I can make people can't wait to go get a pap smear, then selling (laughs) a hamburger or selling a service is like the easy peasy, easiest pie.
0: So, Rochelle, you share with Fire Nation that you got to this clinic and you realized it was so much like your telephone company as far as getting leads, generating qualified leads, etc., what were some of those key steps that you took to turn it from a $384,000 business to $1.2 million in nine months? Gosh,
1: you know the the first thing that I always start with is what What are your business assets? What are they? And one of the assets that he had is he's a phenomenal doctor not just smart but his his bedside manner is amazing. So we, you know, I put in a survey. That was the first thing that I did with his patients, and I asked them what's What's your favorite euphemism that he used? Because he always calls them honey and baby and sweetie. And so they were checking the boxes, and then we started interacting with them. I did a monthly newsletter for him, so that now everybody is communicating. Um, we help a referral contest so we gave away a trip for four to Disneyland because that's where his target market he delivered babies really so we got 157 new customers based on his referral contest that we did Wow, Um, we changed out so many things that were going on. Um, I put in a a, a sales choreography so that when the patient came in, you know, we led them right to where they wanted to go. They were super happy. We sent them a CD before they got to meet him. So all new patients got a CD interview of me interviewing him so that they could be comfortable with him. After they came to see him, we sent them a thank you card that said, you know, I know it's hard to get naked for somebody you don't know, (laughs) but we really appreciate it, (laughs) right? So we just made it just a fun, loving, amazing practice, and they couldn't wait to tell their friends. So just the other day, I was on Facebook, and he, of course, is my Facebook friend, and one of his patients posted the beautiful baby contest that we did every month that her daughter won five years ago. So she still got the newsletter that her daughter's in the newsletter. She's showing it out to her friends and still referring the doctor five years later. That that changes your life. It changes your business. And it, even, it, even if you don't do it in nine months, if you don't have me doing it, you can still do it yourself and make sure that sh- that people are constantly and consistently talking about you.
0: That type of evergreen marketing, Rochelle, you're so right, is absolutely priceless. And that's one reason why I love podcasts, because yeah. literally, Rochelle, here we are sitting in February of 2014. But I promise you, there are some people listening to this podcast in 2015 and 2016 <laughs> because once you find a podcast that you like, you go back and you listen to the archives and yeah. it can come up again and again and again. So you'll get a tweet from somebody, you know, at Rochelle Shaw 2016, <laughs> you know, I just listened to on entrepreneur on fire way to rock it out just like you were able to provide that evergreen marketing for your clients so powerful so boil it down for us Rochelle because you just gave us so many great <laughs> golden nuggets what's one takeaway from this experience that you would want fire nation to walk away with
1: that there's only three ways to grow your business okay the first one is to get new customers and that's where most entrepreneurs stop but you really have acres of diamonds in your business, which is if you haven't read that book, you should go get it. Um, <laughs> but it's all about things that are sitting there with your existing assets. Look at your existing customers and either you need to get them to come back more often, right? So if you, I got an accountant, you know, he only does taxes. I go, no, no, no. We got to get them to come in for bookkeeping and other services that you do. So now with the same customers, you get to make more money. And then the last one is Get them to spend more money while they're with you. So you know how you're walking out of the grocery store and they got all the stuff on the side, the (laughs) Visine, the the magazines, all stuff that $2, $5, whatever. That's what helps them make sure that they're maximizing every transaction. So in your business, online, offline, you need to have an upsell. You need to have a cross sell. You need to, when somebody opens up their wallet to pay you money, take it all. Because they want to give it all to you. But oftentimes entrepreneurs haven't asked.
0: Wow. So, so powerful, Rochelle. And let's break this down because you've had many. But I want you to share with Fire Nation your proudest entrepreneurial moment.
1: My proudest was when I retired my mother. You know, um, I grew up upper middle class, so it's not like she was working hard. Okay, But <laughs> I felt like, you know, at 65, it, it's, you're done. Let, let's wrap this up. Um, and I bought her a house around the corner from me. Uh, we gutted it made it perfect, uh, and then she said, you know, I don't, I don't like it anymore. Can I come live with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said, okay. So you the, sold
0: it for a massive profit. <laughs> there
1: you go. She helped me. With, well, actually, it was in the, the worst economic downturn in Las Vegas history so that, you know, houses that we bought for, I think we paid like $220,000 for this house, um, and it was selling for like $45,000. Yikes! So I kept it for a rental.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, smart move. But,
1: uh, you know, it's, that was pretty much my proudest moment was able to retire my mom and and she just helps me take care of my daughter. And it's just a nice time. Nice time.
0: So Rochelle, you're an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur. Fire Nation They're made up of entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, small business owners, and we all deal with the same thing. We deal with those wins that make us have these highest of highs, and then you know one email comes in and we all crash down and we have the lowest of lows. This roller coaster we're on can be so difficult to deal with at times. Can you share with Fire Nation your philosophy of the entrepreneurial journey and how you keep things balanced to the degree that you do?
1: Sure. You know, um, I, I mean, I have those those same days, right, that that you go, oh, you think everything is perfect. And then you get a customer who doesn't like you or or, you know, I had doctors who who um, hired me to do the work and they weren't the same as my original, you know, cookie doctor. So it was just a headache. Um, every single day before I go to bed, I do one thing, and that is I journal. And in my journal, I don't go through everything that happened, but I do three things inside of it. So the first thing that I do is I write five things that I'm grateful for. And there were days that I said, you know, thank you, God, for gas in my car. And other days I said, no, thank you, God, for gas in my car (laughs) because (laughs) I don't know if any other money's coming in, right? Um, And based on what I do, you know, at, at one point I had 52 employees, so if I don't, do what I'm supposed to do, 52 families don't eat. So that's, that's pressure and stress that, that is so overwhelming. Um, The second thing that I do is I write down what I accomplished for the day because in the entrepreneur, I mean, how long is our to-do list, right? It never is ending. And we we can feel overwhelmed in that we're not getting any place because there's so much to do. So I write down my accomplishments for the day. So now I have a chronicle of everything that I've accomplished over the last five years. And so when I have those down days, when I'm going, you know, just kill me now, I can pull <laughs> those open and look at all of my great accomplishments. And then the last section is something that exactly what your father, told you and that is I have to write three things that I did today that were uncomfortable because greatness and true business growth comes from the uncomfortableness mm. not from you feeling fantastic and ooh, I'm uh, yes I, I'm a winner today but I, you know I am a a true sports fan and at Every moment, I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to be Michael Jordan. I'm trying to hit every game-winning shot. I'm trying to, you know, last night, you said this is February. LeBron James hit the game-winning shot with one second to go. Right, Steph Curry thought he had the game won, and that didn't happen. I look for that win at every single time, and I don't get those wins if I'm not uncomfortable.
0: I love so many things about that, Rochelle. Thank you for sharing that. And there are a lot of themes that crop up over these daily interviews with Entrepreneur on Fire. I mean, Rochelle, I've done over 520 interviews with incredibly inspiring and successful entrepreneurs like yourself. And one thing that keeps coming up as that common theme, that commonality, is pushing the envelope, is really continuously putting yourself in that uncomfortable situation to stretch your boundaries on a daily basis so much to the fact where I actually call it the baby effect because Rochelle, for so long, I was always asking my guests and saying, like, when did it turn around for you? What was that point? And they always would be like, well, you know, let me think back. It was just about the time I had a baby and I just got married. And I was like, (laughs) it always seemed to have started for so many entrepreneurs, when they all of a sudden became 100% responsible for another life in the world. They were able to just kick it, Rochelle, into next gear and take things to where they needed to be, which is so powerful. We have that innate sense of survival that just allows all of of us to kick it into that gear that we need to succeed, to make that extra phone call, to knock on that extra door. And sometimes it takes something like a baby, like, <laughs> you know, now you're supporting a family to kick you into that uncomfortable gear and to make you say, you know what, that's not in my comfort zone, but it's okay because I need to succeed. I need that. And that is so powerful on so many levels, Rochelle. And let's yeah, take that mentality and bring it to present times because, Girl, you have energy for ages, <laughs> and I love it. It matches my own. And I want you to share with Fire Nation one thing that just fires you up right now.
1: Oh, you know, um, every little win, I tell you, it, it fires me up every single day. You know, all I need is they talk about the mustard seed. So all I need is just a little, a little I don't care if somebody buys a $7 product, you know, or a $7,000, it doesn't matter. Just that little win, because I know that that's confirmation that I'm doing the right thing. So, you know, every morning I get my head right, you know, I take a 45 minute shower, Everybody's mad at me because I take all the hot water. Um, but I get my head right while I'm in there. And then when I come out, I got my game face on, I I literally uh, I, I used to only date athletes, you know. But that's a whole nother show for you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I I learned that athletic mentality. My my former fiance was a football coach, and so I'd watch him break down the game. And he'd go, "Okay, how many first downs did we get? Did we win the turnover battle? You know what what happened so that he knows at the end that he's more likely to win." If he's broken down all of these pieces. And so that's what I do for myself. I break it down into 100 days. So I have 100 day programs that I impose on myself to see how much I can get done and how much money I can make in that 100 days. So some, you know, some people had a problem with that. They're like, how much money? And I said, well, you know, in the entrepreneurship game, that's the only real way that we keep score. Is by the money. So I have to do that. It's not, I don't care what you say. If you don't like it, you know, then stop being an entrepreneur. But we have to make money because I like to eat. And I don't know, you know, they'll see from the picture, I'm a kind of, you know, fluffy girl. So I, I don't miss many meals.
0: And there's probably a pretty decent, uh, hot water bill with 45 minute showers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty easy here in Vegas. You know, it's like they, they don't really care about the water. Well, they care about the water, but, but the, the temperature, it's like, okay, it's only about 30, 30 bucks a month.
0: <laughs> so, Rochelle, before we dive into the lighting rounds, let's thank our partners. I have a pretty packed schedule between my interviews, running my own mastermind tribe and providing new content daily to my podcasting community, Podcasters Paradise. I just barely have time to skim the surface on a ton of other projects I have in mind for entrepreneur on fire. But as entrepreneurs, I know we're all busy with this sort of stuff. Running your own business isn't easy. Otherwise, everyone would do it. You have a lot to manage, including setting your own strategies, creating goals, and actually launching products and services so you can monetize. As you know, things like logos, website design, and other graphics are an important part of the overall process. That's why I love knowing that I can visit 99designs for all my design needs. Their system is incredibly user-friendly, the process is lots of fun, and the turnaround time, incredibly fast. You could be choosing your next design in as little as seven days. Go check it out for yourself. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free today. You all know how much I love talking about my avatar, Jimmy, Right? And also about niching down. You know the whole niche till it hurts speech by now? Well, today I've got a special treat for you because I'm going to share a niche that I think is a great one if you're interested in the mobile app creation. With mobile being incredibly popular these days, tons of businesses, both big and small, are looking for someone who can provide them with their own mobile app. So why not be that person who creates it for them? I know mobile apps are no piece of cake to create, but that's why I want to tell you about Business Apps. They've created several highly customizable themes that give you total brand control over the mobile app itself, meaning you could create a mobile app for any business, from restaurants to realtors. Visit businessapps.com, that's B-I-Z-N-E-S-S-apps.com, to start building your next app for free today. So, Rochelle, we've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds, where you get to share some incredible resources and insights with Fire Nation. Sound like a plan? Yes, let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: You know, I think I was always an entrepreneur, uh, but I always felt like I needed somebody to do it with me. And what I found out is partners are for dancing not for business <laughs> and I just needed to just do it by myself so all the folks that that I thought started with me you know would be with me in the end none of them were even when I worked at the company and then I bought it all those people that went to launch with me and were, were so gung-ho and yeah Rochelle you know you can buy this thing it was because they were trying to keep their job not because mm-hmm. they had the entrepreneurial spirit so that's what was holding me back I was waiting for somebody to do it with me and then when I finally pulled the trigger did it myself best day ever
0: what is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Best advice I ever received actually was from my, one of my favorite books and it was called, uh, why do all the white guys get to have all the fun? Um, and it's by the, the guy who ran TLC Beatrice um, was the black guy and gosh, I even forget it. Oh, Reginald L Lewis. But the the book wasn't fantastic about race or about gender. It was more about, Here's what you need to do. Stop trying to reinvent the wheel and creating this business. There's tons of businesses out there that you can go and make better. So he said, you know, go in and buy an existing entity with cash flow because once you have that, then you can make everything work. And that's the best piece of advice I ever got. Wow. Now that's what I do. I don't try to reinvent. Now I go and buy an existing entity and I make it better.
0: Love that. Can you share one of your personal habits, besides taking a 45-minute shower, Rochelle, <laughs> that you believe contributes to your success?
1: Well, it's, a, it's the one that I talked about earlier, the, the, um, the journaling at the end of the day. Because at the end, when you, when you go to bed being grateful for the day that you had, being feeling great about your accomplishments, and feeling great about, you know what, I pushed through this uncomfortableness, then you sleep at peace, and you are prepared to kick ass the next day. Oh, excuse me, I'm a cusser, so sorry about
0: that. <laughs> Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote, Rochelle, that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: <laughs> well, you know, in 2006, I was one of the very first pioneers to Infusionsoft. Um, and so I, I was using it in my brick-and-mortar business. I love it. Uh, I refer it. I use it every single day um, for menial tasks. I use it for... Everything from managing my CRM all the way down to making sure that my upsells, cross sales are there so that I'm making money in my sleep.
0: Booyah, you have seen quite the growth curve with Infusionsoft. We actually use Infusionsoft, but we've only been with them for about 14 months now. So I can only imagine the changes that you've seen in the last seven years.
1: Yeah, I was there when we called it Confusionsoft.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we still call it that. That's not a thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I I was with it, you know. But the the best thing about it and to watch their growth was I was there in the early days. So I just used to sit there with Brad and and Dave and, and all of the folks who have now spun off and done their own things and and took their own entrepreneurial fire, right? And so it's just fun to to be around that. And it's really important, I think, for other entrepreneurs. That's why this podcast is so important. And I just thank you for allowing me to to share some of the crazy things that I do with your listeners. Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, well, I thank you, Rochelle. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that Rochelle and I are chatting about today at eofire.com slash Rochelle. Shaw. Rochelle, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: My favorite book that I read all the time, which is really funny, and it's called Street Smarts. And it's by Norm Bronski and Bo Burlingham. And so Norm writes a a column for Inc. magazine uh, every month. And it's just real down and dirty entrepreneurial stuff. And so I think we get caught up in sometimes the online world. Um, and I, I was lured by it too, because i had had an offline business for so long. But business basics are business basics. They don't change. But it's an awesome book. Uh, I think it came out in like 2000, something like that. It's old. But I, but I reread it all the time just to, just to remind me of key and core business principles.
0: Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook just like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And, Rochelle, this next question is the last of the lightning rounds, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand-new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? (laughs)
1: Um, Well, I did exactly – I do exactly what I did with my telephone company is that I, of course, start a business. Really? How how could I not? I can't work (laughs) for anybody. I'm fundamentally unemployable. Um, And with that, I would go find where my target market is. So exactly what I did in my telephone company is I said, okay, I'm targeting credit challenge people. Where can I find them? So I went to my bankruptcy attorney, the guy who filed my bankruptcy, and asked him, what are you doing with that list? He said, oh, I can't do anything with them. They can't file it again, so they just sit there. I said, can I have it? He said, yes. I went to a a payday loan center, and I said, what are you doing with the extra space in the back? He said, nothing. I said, can I rent it from you? He said, yes. So I went in there, and I got free rent, and I got a free list, and I kicked ass and sold a whole lot of telephone service. And so that's the same thing that I do again and
0: again. Wow. Well, Rochelle, I have enjoyed hearing your journey, and I know that Fire Nation was inspired on multiple levels. So let's end by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, sharing the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Oh, awesome. The best way is you can go to rochelleshaw.com. It's R-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-S-H-A-W.com.
0: Boom. And one parting piece of guidance.
1: Don't cry to give up. Cry to keep going.
0: Ooh. Don't cry to give up. Cry to keep going. And Rochelle, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've been chatting about in today's episode at eofire.com. Just enter Rochelle in the search bar, and her show notes page will pop right up, Fire Nation. Rochelle, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Fire Nation, Rike is an all-in-one collaboration and project management app that makes managing tasks much more efficient and streamlined. It cuts down on some of the daily routine that consumes your time, such as asking for updates, reminding of deadlines, and keeping everyone in sync. Visit Reich.com slash Fire to start a free 30 day premium subscription of Reich and get more things done together with your team. That's $199 value for free. com slash Fire.